Hey, it's Ken, and welcome to OHP Uncut. These are our raw, uncut, unedited interviews from Open House Party, the radio show. My name's Cannon. Follow me on social at Cannon Radio, spell Cannon with a K. And also, like this video, please, and subscribe to our channel. There's something in it for you. First, you'll get to see all the great interviews we do every week. And then number two, uh, you'll be entered to win. That's the only way you can be entered to win our virtual meet and greets. We do them with your favorite artists. We'll get you on Zoom with your favorite artists. You can meet them and interview them. Uh, down below, you'll see an interview with uh, Dixie D'Amelio that we did a few weeks ago uh, with a fan. That was really fun. We'll do more in the future. All you got to do to get entered to win those is subscribe to the channel. Click subscribe and get ready for Nessa Barrett on OHP. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Nessa, how are you? Hi, how are you? Let me tell you, it's amazing to have you here. We're so glad you took the time. Thank you. Thank you. What did we interrupt you doing? What were you doing before? Um, sleeping. <laughs> time did you go to bed last night? Um, not too late. Like, maybe like 1 a.m. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I like my sleep. I feel like I've been just traveling so much that, like, my sleep schedule is so off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to get it back. <laughs> Where have you been? Uh, I went to New York, um, and then I came back to L.A., and then I went on tour for a little bit um, with Jaden and like MGK and stuff. So that was really fun. But yeah, how were those days? Were they fun? It was super fun. It flies by fast. I mean, yeah. like, tour life is crazy, but um, I enjoyed every moment of it. What was the uh, best fan interaction you had when you were out? Oh, my God. I had this one girl. Um, her name was Hannah. Actually, I remembered her name. And um, she just kind of like poured her heart out to me and um, was just saying that like my music saved her life and stuff. So that was like really sweet. I mean, that always like warms my heart and um, it just like motivates me to keep going. So I like love those types of interactions. I, I bet you hear that a lot, don't you? I, I guess so. Um, it, it's just like such a special thing for me. I don't really like... Um, I can't comprehend like how that possibly like could be a thing, um, but it means the world to me. I mean, you've gone out of your way to be super honest about your struggles and, and, you know, been very helpful for other people going through the same stuff. It doesn't surprise me at all uh, that that's <laughs> happened to you. Take me back to the beginning for you. Like, do you ever look at your old posts on TikTok and you're like, oh, like cringe? Because if I look at something I posted like even like a year ago, I'm like, oh. Why did I do that? Is it like that for you? Um, yeah, I mean, always. I feel like, uh, you know, everyone kind of like changes a lot. And um, being on social media as like you're growing up, obviously, is like very triggering. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like my awkward phase is obviously out there and it's like so embarrassing. But, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, like, I guess I could say like I have cringed before, but at the same time, it's like. I was young and a kid and like doing what made me like, you know, happy at the time. So it's whatever. How has your TikTok evolved through the years? Like, like the first, do you remember the first one you ever posted? Yeah. Yeah. The first one I ever posted was, um, it was like in the school cafeteria with like, me and like my friend and I was like lip syncing like some audio from like Sid the Science Kid 
um it, it was like a complete joke and then it ended up going viral and I was like okay I guess I have it's to big. do this now <laughs> and do you remember when you first hit one million followers what the feeling was like then I do remember a little bit um but I don't know it, everything like was all like surreal to me. I feel like I haven't really like fully processed it yet. Um, I think a big part of uh, the reason why like it didn't feel real was because of the fact that like, it was just like a joke. And I was just doing something like any other uh, teenage girl at the time, uh, just posting on social media. And I ended up you know, gaining such an amazing platform from it. And I was like, I don't deserve it. Like, what? Do, why am I so special? It didn't make any sense. I mean, I was just making like 15 second videos, but um, yeah. What do you think it was about them that resonated with people that, that made it go viral and just picked up so much steam? I don't know, because like, even in the beginning, I feel like I was very kind of like, closed off, I would say. Um, and I wasn't as like authentic and like real and like open and vulnerable as I am now, which is like, I feel like that would, is a reason why I have such an amazing following. But um, before, yeah, I don't know what really started it. I think I just kind of was on the app at the right time when it was like blossoming and um, it was very easy to gain an audience. And I was just lucky enough to, um, gain one did you like slowly evolve into bearing your all the way you do or was there like a decision one day where you're like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> like i'm gonna let it out today i'm gonna tell people what's really going on with me um no i think it just like gradually happened you know i um when i you know accumulated like all of the um supporters that i had I kind of realized that I had a responsibility now. Um, there's so many young um, girls and boys and, you know, just so many people that kind of like looked up to me and, um, you know, what purpose did I have if I wasn't like sharing my story and like helping anyone else? So, I mean, like being like vulnerable and like kind of like getting rid of like the basic like social media standards of like how everyone's like perfect, I think. Uh, was just kind of what I felt like was the right thing to do. Um, but yeah, I feel like it just kind of happened naturally. And I just know that there was a moment where I, you know, didn't really care what anyone thought anymore. When I first started, it's scary. Like when a lot of people like first like find out who you are and you're like, oh my God, now I'm in the public eye and that's terrifying. So, I mean, like as a young girl, I obviously wanted to uh, be perfect uh, to please everyone else. But then I kind of realized that it wasn't, I wasn't like pleasing myself. So um, that's really what it's all about is being real and pleasing yourself and not worrying what other people think. And if yeah. they, if they like it, they like it. I, you know what? Everyone loves your music. I was in an Uber last night yeah. and the guy I got in, he was listening to your song. And this dude was like, I'm talking like a 55 year old guy. <laughs> getting it, Like getting it. Are you surprised at the range of people you find that are gravitating to you? I'm so surprised, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I do like share a lot of stuff with my music and I, I am very open and I feel like a lot of people need that no matter what age they are, you know, um, everyone goes through their struggles and anyone really can relate to anything that I'm like talking about. So, um, it's 
crazy that like a 55 year old man would love my music but you know maybe maybe like something resides with him I don't know that's that's actually so cool I love that I knew you'd like that yo I'm in all these tweets with people um and I promised a lot of them I would ask their questions so let's get into a few of those is that cool yeah uh do you have any rituals you do before you hit the stage rituals but who's a rich like you draw a pentagram and like sacrifice a goat I'm not sure what what a ritual (laughs) is um you know that's actually really funny uh but I do uh I don't even know what I do I really don't <laughs> you don't have like, I, like a little like I have you do? no yeah I mean like I always have to take my pre-performance anxiety medicine or else I will have the worst stage fright ever yeah um I don't really I'm just gonna say it because I don't really care and I know I'm not in the age but maybe sometimes I'll take a shot of like whiskey or something <laughs> I mean that really does, like, you can't do too like, much obviously you get so sloppy hard. but one or two just kind of knocks the yeah, I mean, like, that's all you need, you know, and it, like, helps your voice, too. You know, whiskey's really good, so I I don't even know. Um, but, yeah, and I also have, like, a period where, like, I'm, like, absolutely silent because of, like, my anxiety. And it's either, like, for five minutes, ten minutes, or, like, 30, and, like, I really just, like, can't talk to anyone or else I'll snap, which is, like, so rude, but, like, my anxiety just, like, so I have to be, like, focused and, like, in the zone, and then usually... I'm ready, but I don't know. I feel like it kind of like changes like by the day and like the situation and the crowd. What do you get nervous about? Like, are you worried you're gonna like um, mess up the words, or you're gonna like your voice is gonna crack, or what? What? What is it that, that like uh, intimidates you? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's not the singing. Um, I feel like I'm very confident with that I just have the worst social anxiety so being on a stage in front of uh, a lot of people that are just watching me terrifies uh, me Um, and it it just really sucks and sometimes like my anxiety will just affect me so much that it like does shut my voice down for no reason Um, even when like I am confident it's just like that like weird switch that my my mind just plays tricks on me and it but yeah it's just the social anxiety and just like being on a stage while like a bunch of people are watching your every move uh yeah <laughs> isn't it kind of a mind you know, I have anxiety too and it's like on one hand you're like this is all I've ever wanted to do like I'm living my dream being here in front yeah. of these people why am I scared I don't understand it like this is all I've ever wanted but I'm still intimidated and feeling anxious about it. It makes no sense, right? No, no, exactly. And I think like the biggest thing is just that like deep down, I'm just scared that I'm not going to be good enough. You know, Um, I really care what, um, I don't know. I just like want to give everyone like a perfect show and like what they came out to see. And there's just kind of always like a fear that, you know, maybe I um, don't make, people like as happy as they want it to be I don't know it's just it is a mind I hate it I hate it so much we live with it we live with the same thing how do you deal with it like um other than taking a shot like how do you deal with it um therapy anxiety medication uh I have to like visualize the performance in my head before I go on and I like visualize it like as perfect as it could be to like make myself feel better um 
but yeah so I'm also too I it really helps when I'm on stage and I always find like this one fan in the crowd and I kind of like connect with them and it helps me a lot I would love to be that person and know that I'm that person I'm like I'm the one tonight guys I'm the one I'm the one she's singing to that 55 year old guy wishes he was the one too yeah if you had to play Mary Kill with the songs which songs did you choose for each? Oh my God, that's actually- I know, that's good. It's actually crazy because I have, <laughs> I have a song um, called Mary Kill that might be on my album. So it's kind of crazy, but I feel like I would marry, it changes by the day, but right now I feel like I would marry Grave. Um, I would probably Pretty Poison or Sincerely um and then I would kill I feel like right now in this moment I probably would kill I hope you're miserable until you're dead even though I love it so much but just because you know I it's been out the longest you know so I mean like I've had my time with it (laughs) I don't know I would I would kill her and then bring her back to life that's what What inspired you to write the song kill that you said might be on your album uh social media Really, I mean, I <laughs> I just feel like it's just like so generic, but um, yeah, I I write a lot of songs about a lot of different things, but uh, the ones that that I write about uh, social media is just very um, they hit home just because I feel like you know I have like a love hate relationship with it, but yeah, um, yeah, I get that. Did you write the this is uh, Kay? Did you write the album in order, or was this idea of listening to it? from first to last song thought of after it was completed? Um, yeah, so the album, the EP was not written in order at all. Um, and, uh, but like I knew how I was going to put it in um, the sequence just because, you know, I wanted to tell the story and it's all in like a timeline, you know? Like when I wrote about this situation, I'm gonna put this song in the beginning of the EP because this came first. And then, you know, so, I mean, I was just telling my story. And so I made it into the timeline of it. Um, But yeah, that came after, but I feel like I always knew in the back of my head, like what the order was gonna be. Was this, was music part of the plan, like from day one, when you got on TikTok? Like, was it like, was that, you had that from the beginning or did you- you Oh yeah. Yeah, before TikTok. I mean, my entire life, uh, I grew up singing um, and, you know, I had a studio in my house always because of my dad and he produced. So, I mean, I would come home and, uh, you know, record my own songs in the studio um, and do everything myself. I mean, I've been writing ever since I could write. Um, But yeah, that was always my dream and my plan. Um, It's crazy though, because like TikTok wasn't and it happened to come first, which is just so weird how like everything kind of like happens for a reason, you know? Um, But yeah, music was always the goal. I feel like everyone asks this, but I hate to ask a question everyone asks, but if everyone asks, maybe that means they want to know the answer to it. Uh, (laughs) What song do you look most forward to performing? Oh my God, scare myself. yeah, off of the EP, it would be Scare Myself. That one's always fun. Um, I actually did um, 
a uh, Vivo performance in the Vivo studio and I did scare myself for it and that was so insanely fun. I'm so excited for that to come out. But yeah, I think, um, you know, when I'm like in rehearsals and like uh, even just like singing around the house, I, I just love it. It's so awesome. Um, but I don't even know. There's also a few songs that I've been working on that aren't out yet that I'm so insanely excited to perform. Um, but yeah. Jaden said, uh, who's your favorite person to hang out with when you're sad? My favorite person to hang out with when I'm sad? I have two. Um, Bree. Um, she's my momager, my manager, my best friend, sister. I love her. Um, uh, but of course, Jaden, I mean, he always like makes me feel better and he's like my comfort person. So, um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, look, don't kill. I hope you're miserable till you're dead yet. Cause we got to play it on open house party. Tell us about that song and how it came to be. Um, yeah. So, I mean, while I was writing the EP, there were, um, were a few songs and, you know, the topics that I was writing about brought out a certain emotion in me and that was anger. And I had so much like anger that was like building up inside of me that I need to release. And like all the music that I make is to cope. And um, yeah, so I was just angry really. And I feel like a lot of people get angry um, a lot for a lot of certain situations. So I thought, why not make a song about it? Um, but yeah, it's just about being angry, um, because, you know, people betray you, people suck, dude, that's, that's really it, so yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for your time, I want you to know how much we appreciate it, um, congratulations, everyone's gravitating your music, all ages, uh, every shape, size, color, uh, and that's got to feel great, this has got to be the best time in your life, you're really enjoying yourself, aren't you? Yeah. Of course. I'm actually so happy. Thank you so much. I'm so happy for you. And thank you for taking the time. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. Of course. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.